What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. My name is Josh Forty. Today, we have a special guest on, someone who who fascinates me, right? Uh, I, we've, we've been in each other's network for, I don't know, a while now. Uh, met here and there, but I, I never really sat down and uh, just got to know each other. And so I'm really, really excited to to dive into his story. He he won one of the Alex Hermosi affiliate competitions or something like that. But what fascinates me, I think, most about him and what he does is like he does a lot of affiliate stuff, right? And like building lists and audiences. And whenever somebody, I think whenever somebody has that skill set and is like dealing with large volumes of people, obviously with my background being, you know, Instagram and social media and stuff, uh, they oftentimes have a very, very unique perspective on life and on people uh, and psychology and all that. So I'm very, very excited to dive into that, to hear more of his story. Please help me welcome the show, Mr. Jonathan. It's Montoya, right? Yeah, Jonathan yeah. Montoya. Josh, dude, thank you so much for having me on, man. I'm a huge fan of the podcast, so I'm excited to dive in and just talk about everything. So Yeah, whatever it is, right? Okay, yeah. so bro, like, I feel like we could go into a million different things. Yeah. What, like, what is your magic, right? Like, if I were to be like 30 seconds, you get to like, tell everybody, like, you get to just brag here, bro. Like, you get to brag, like, I'm yeah. the best at this, right? Like, what's the 30 second, like, this is who you are. This is your magic. This is what you do. Uh, yeah, go. Yeah. I mean, I think I would say being able to get people hyped up for something, not, not only like my affiliates, but my buyers, right? Whatever it is, like, like you said, the Alex Hermosi, I was able to show up number five on the leaderboards for his hundred million dollar leads book. So I, I think I have a, a way to get people excited for something, whether it's an affiliate product or product I'm launching that's that's like my secret sauce like after doing this for a few years now like i would say four years that's like i'm looking back at it, i'm like okay getting people really excited whether it's email social media youtube being able to like know exactly what my audience wants and getting them to take action that would be like the simplest way to put it and we can go a million different ways with yeah that, okay so like give me some it. numbers though because like bro, if i have no idea who you are like i happen to know you do affiliate stuff right but like right Yes, I actually, from a from a psychology standpoint, I love that answer, right? But this is like yeah. a brag highlight reel, like, like, bro, yeah. like, how? Give me some some cool numbers, like, <laughs> okay. how big's your uh, list, or how much general revenue, affiliate revenue have you generated? Like, what have you done? Like, give me like, what's you? Like, I'm gonna pay you money. I'm gonna learn from you. Like, what do what do what's your magic, bro? Yeah. Okay. So I've generated an email list of over six hundred thousand emails. Crazy. Uh, yeah. And I've been able to, the cool thing is I've been able to do that mostly with organic, but also I've also been able to get affiliates to promote my programs, my courses, my software. So we run a network of over 30,000 affiliates and obviously they bring leads and customers to my programs. And that's part of how I've been able to, you know, grow my email list. So that's a, that's a big part of what I do. Uh, now, as far as what I teach, right, there's two different aspects to it. I teach affiliates how to become or how to get out of their nine to five jobs, how to be really good affiliate marketers. But I also help, you know, business owners create a really cool affiliate program where they okay. can get their affiliates excited to promote their program. So two different sides of the, uh, yeah. Of the story. but yeah, my biggest thing is I can build really large email lists, like 600,000, bro. 600,000 with all my, with all my companies, all my programs. Uh, and that's, that's growing every day, man. It's, that's what are the logistics behind, dude, on. how do you manage 600,000 emails? Like, do you just like have them all on one email list and you just like hit send? Uh, like, yeah, kind of. Like, <laughs> so really? 
Yeah, in a way. I mean, I have, so I have like, well, I have several different like autoresponders now. But yeah, yeah. Essentially, what I'll do is I'll I'll segment like, you know, hey, this person bought this program. Okay, well, if they're not buying my main core program, then I'll have them buy another affiliate program. If they don't buy that one, then I'll segment it out. So I really like I'm, I'm able to promote multiple different products with my list. You know, I, but you I do have a segmented though. I do. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't just send like 600,000 emails. No, but uh, I could. Right. Okay. But okay. That's not the smart way to do it. Um, okay. I have so many questions on this. I do want to get into story, sure. but one, one final question before we yeah. dive, like kind of give some context to this. So what's your favorite platform for email? Like, is it active campaign? Is it high level? Is it chip mail? Like, what is it? Uh, so I, I started by using get response. Um, I continue to use get response today. Interestingly enough, I now use high level because I actually have my own software built. Yeah. On Cause they have a great, yeah, they have a great flip. Yeah. So yeah. Cause yeah. they use like the mail gun and it, the, it, it yeah. works really, really well, but I've gotten really good open rates, man. Like, so for example, I sent an email to a hundred thousand people the other day. Right. And we got like 45% open rate sending to a hundred thousand people. And I'm able to do that. I'm able to do that consistently. And there, there's a formula to that. And I, we can go into that, but uh, I think that would be like something I would want to brag about. It's like, okay, I have this big list, but yeah. they're also opening my emails and they're taking action. Right. So that's, that's another thing. No con. How old are you? 32. 32. Okay. And where do you live? Yeah. I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I quit my job four years ago as an engineer. Okay. So let's, let's, yeah. let's go there. Right. Let's back up here for a second. Cause you, I know you through, I think the ClickFunnels world, right? Like that's probably yeah. where we got yeah. connected. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I know you from there. And like, that's what I've just known about you is like you do affiliate stuff. Obviously you have a 600,000 person email list and you won the Hermosi contest and all that. That's awesome. Right. And those are all really exciting things, but like, I'm sure you get asked about that stuff a lot. Uh, especially on interviews and stuff. Let's back up. What, like, who are you? Like, where did yeah. you come from? What's your story of how you kind of got into this? And uh, why do you love affiliate marketing so much? Yeah, I love that question, man. I mean, so when I first started, you know, just life, right? I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I've always wanted to do something more with my life. But so like when I was a kid, I would literally go door to door, man. I would sell candy bars and I would have lemonade stands. And when I was a teenager, I would, I would like knock on random people's doors and say, Hey, I'll do your yard for a hundred bucks. So I always had this entrepreneur yeah. itch. Right. But as I got older, I, you know, everyone said, Hey, go to college and get a degree. So I ended up long story short, I got my degree in electrical engineering, which was probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Where'd you get, and where'd you go? I went to uh, UNM, University of New Mexico. So New just Mexico. here. So yeah. you're like born and raised, like New Mexico is your home type of deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I didn't go out of state or anything like that. But yeah, yeah I got my degree there, man. And, and I got um, I got a good job as an engineer. And I started working. I was like, man, this, this sucks, man. I, I hate this kind <laughs> of vibe, you know? Like, it, it was just not my thing, man. It's just, um, so I started looking at other ways to make money. So that's when I went down the rabbit hole of like, uh, Shopify, I started Shopify yeah. dropshipping store, Amazon FBA, cryptocurrency. Like this was back in 2014, 2015. Like I was one wow. of the first. You were like, oh, gee, back then. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. So I was losing money left and right. Yeah, yeah. So basically all those things and ended up, uh, it got me into like a hole. Like we were negative 1200 in the bank. We couldn't pay our, um, our mortgage. Like it was, it was a really dark time, honestly. Like, and I never told my wife, like, I remember just, 
I was looking at my bank account, dude. I was just like, this sucks. Like, like I, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. And it sucked because I was trying to get out of my job by buying courses and doing all these like side hustles. Right. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was dark, man. It was like, I, it was just one of those things where not, not, a, not the best thoughts were going to my, you know, through my head. And um, how do you, but, so, so sorry, cause oh, yeah, this, is, this is the type of interviews I do. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let you go too fast. Right. Cause I I'm like, how that. do you, like, how do you not tell your wife, right? Like, is she not like, I have no problem with this, by the way, like I get entrepreneurship. Right. And I have a very, I have a very open, trusting relationship with my wife. Um, yeah. but like, my, my my wife doesn't know anything about the finances, right? Like where she's like, yes, yeah, cool. I have a credit card. Cool. But like, like, did, was she separate from that? Did you just take care of all the bills? Like, what was the thought process and how did she not know uh, during that? Yeah. So first of all, I did, I do handle everything to this day. Everything's yeah. covered as far as finances. Because you're a man and I, you take care of the finances. Like that's what men do a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. But when I was trying to get out of my job, you know, I would, try to buy these courses. And, you know, I was starting these Shopify stores and buying inventory from, for Amazon FBA from yeah, China, yeah. you know, all the things, right. I was right, right, yeah. money and money and money and courses. So honestly, it was just embarrassing, dude, especially not, not only with my like wife, but like with my family, it's like, Oh, yeah. I'm doing this new thing. And then like I failed and then I, Oh, let me do this new thing. And I failed. So it was just really more embarrassing than the actual money not being there. Cause like, for me, I was like, well, could always make more money i could just hustle a little bit do yeah. whatever it is but yeah. it was just like just such a embarrassing time because i and this was years this is probably like four or five years of just wow. doing all kinds of stuff man it was like like it just felt like a failure right so i was like i'm, I'm just gonna not tell her and yeah I, I didn't even tell her until like recently like a couple maybe a year ago wow um, but yeah so man, like you was, just were like she just knew you guys weren't bro i mean there you weren't rich right and like you just li like lived the life or like what did, did what did what was going on in her head like that you were doing all this time did she even know you were doing all this stuff or did she still yeah, think she the job was good or like what what was that dynamic like yeah she absolutely knew like i was doing other stuff right she knew yeah. i was trying to start side hustles and she would help me actually with a lot of them like she would design like the shopify t-shirts mm, okay yeah uh, she would, you know, she would help me with everything, but she didn't really know what was going on on the back end. She would just yeah. like, Hey, what do you need from me? Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, and she was working nights as a, as a nurse. And, um, yeah, but as far as like, like, I guess for me, I always like kind of said, Hey, we're doing good. We're doing good. Right. So like, cause I, I, I hated like failing in front of her. Like it was just really yeah. embarrassing. Cause I was like, yeah. cause like, I, I know this is going to work this time. And then it didn't, I know this is going to work this time and it didn't. Right. So um, but we're, so the, the interesting thing is we're like, the interesting thing is we were making good money. I mean, I was an engineer, she was working at yeah, the, no, yeah. healthcare, but we were just spending a lot of money on like courses and like how to do certain things and, and softwares and, yeah. and inventory. Right. So like, that was where we kind of lost all our money and we weren't even like spending, like we weren't doing like buying expensive cars. Right, you weren't or, living lavish or anything. Yeah, right, man. Yeah, we were right, like, yeah. we were in a decent home and like we well, we were in that home, like, and we were just spending all our extra money on trying to get out of our jobs. Yeah. She was trying to get out of her job as well. So, um, yeah, but this was like five years, man, just back and forth, back and yeah. forth, fail, 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 fail. Um, basically that led to, well, that's when I was introduced to the ClickFunnels world before even affiliate marketing. So this is interesting. So, um, at the time we were doing like health and fitness, she had, she got her degree in nutrition 
And so we got into the ClickFunnels world because we started a, a membership area, kind of like Ladyboss, where like they had. That's right. You did. You did fitness, right? At the I, yeah. At the very beginning, I feel like. Why do I feel you like? Remember that? I feel because like when I when I we were doing I was doing research on like you I don't know this was whenever I was going on your summit or whatever that, that we were doing right. Yeah. And I was like trying to remember where I met you. And I was mm -hmm. like, I feel like this dude did fitness, but I didn't like, okay. you were all like aff affiliate stuff. And so like, yes. I vaguely remember, like, I don't remember details, but I vaguely remember like associating you with fitness. Like clearly it must've been whatever that was. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, that's like, basically we were inspired by, I don't know if you ever saw the webinar with uh, Kaylin Pullen uh, and, and Russell, where they did like the ClickFunnels like $2,000 program. Yeah. So that, so they ended up buying that and we're like, okay, cool. ClickFunnels is our thing. We're going right. to build a membership. We're area. funnel hackers now. <laughs> yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah. So this was yeah, like yeah. 2018 and we built, uh, we, we went to the gym, we filmed like all the gym workouts. We put in a membership area and um, we were able to get some people in there. We were like charging 10 bucks a month, like super, super low. Ticket, yeah, yeah. Right? We didn't know what we were doing. Um, but that got me into the like click funnels world, like digital marketing. Yeah. Um, shortly after that, uh, that's when, um, so I really got into affiliate marketing after that, because I don't know if you remember the, do you remember the Sam funnel with, uh, the Sam funnel. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Shut it down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause I think the templates are still in click funnels. Like I think you can still, yeah, but yeah, I do remember. Well, yeah. Click funnel shut it down. Uh, so I, I don't know if you know, Jordan Metric. Yeah. Or you do know you, you, you yeah, I had him on the show. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Drop well, anyways, guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's, the one that, he's the one that built that system. And I was like, oh, this is crazy. So yeah, dude, I was like, because the system was basically like you buy into it, you you create a ClickFunnels account, and then you send solo ads to it. And it got me hooked. I got like 40 people to sign up under me to get the dream car award. Yeah. So that's why that's how I was introduced to affiliate marketing, which is mm. which is interesting because like now I teach it differently now, not the solo ad way, but yeah. Yeah. Anyways, ClickFunnels shut it down and, you know, they didn't like that because they're like, we're not a business opportunity. We're, right. Right. Yeah. We're, we're funnel builder. Right. So anyways, they shut that down. Whatever happened with Jordan with that. I don't know. But that got me like hooked, bro. I was like, no, that like, you affiliate mar that's affiliate marketing. That was it. That yeah, was the first okay. part. Of, yeah, exactly. I was like, this is cool. Okay. But now how do I do affiliate marketing? So then that's when I went down the rabbit hole of like, okay, now I really got to learn affiliate marketing, not just like a system that's doing it all for you. So yeah, that's kind of how I was introduced, man, with the Sam funnel. Uh, and that, that actually made me a lot of money. It still makes me money today because oh, the affiliates. People, yeah, they continue to yeah. pay their, um, you know, their, their monthly trials or their monthly yeah. subscription. So yeah, man, that's kind of the introduction to the affiliate space. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. okay. So like when you're in that, how long do you think from the time you started trying, like, I like, I loved your quote. I started working and I was like, man, this sucks. I'm like, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Right. So like yeah. from the time you have that to the time you like figure out affiliate marketing stuff where you're like, whoa, this is actually working. Like how, how long was that? Do you think? So when I started just doing random side hustle stuff. Yeah. Like how long were you doing like random side hustle stuff? Like, like yeah. until the time you actually got it working with the Sam funnel or whatever. Right. Like how long did you try and yeah. fail? Was it like two years, four years, five years? How long was that? Yeah. So basically I got my job in 2014. So like literally that same year I started, I, I hated my job. So yeah, went from 2014 to about 2020, I quit my job in March of 2020, literally two weeks before the pandemic. Uh, so That's yeah, wild. it was, uh, 
Yeah, about six years. Six years. Now. Okay. Yeah. So one of the questions I always like to ask people because like mm-hmm. whenever people ask me this question, I like look at them like they're crazy because I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. But why didn't you quit? Like what caught, drove you to keep going? Because at some point there had to be times when you were like, man, if I put this much effort into my, my, my job or something like that, right? Like I could probably, you know, move up. Or, but like something in you did not do that. So like what made you not quit? Uh, or what was the thought process behind that that made you keep going for six years? Yeah, no, it's such a good question, man. I, I think it goes back like to how I, I think it was interesting because when I, when I first was started doing sports and I started, and I don't like to talk about this because it's kind of embarrassing, but like when I was in high school, welcome, here we go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You got me, bro. Uh, but basically I just, I, I just, I was kind of a loser, like, like in middle school, high school. Right. So I was the guy that like, I didn't really have any friends. I, I would play sports, but I wasn't very good. Um, th- this is, I've never said this story, but I'm going to say it now. But one time, bro, I was, I was, uh, playing football. Um, you know, then I got hurt that year and they did the whole, um, award ceremony, right. They're calling everyone's name and, uh, they call, you know, I was next and they forgot me, bro. They literally forgot like to call my name, to come, Dude, you know, get my award what? for playing football that year. It was the most embarrassing time in my entire life or like, and then the coach was like, oh, there's one more there. And then he's like, who's that? I was like, oh my gosh. And everyone was laughing, of course. And I was just like, I didn't want to go uh, up. I still went up. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, dude, uh, that was just like, that started building up as like, I'm not good enough. I'm a loser. I fail at everything. And um, yeah. I think that just kind of built up as I was starting my businesses or like all those side hustles. I'm like, okay, I can't, I, I can't like fail again. Like I can't, like I need to show them that I'm not a loser. Right. And I, I, I don't know in my head, I didn't maybe say that, but I was yeah, like, no, I yeah. always, I always kind of went back to that, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, and then on top of that, of course, was, uh, honestly, I just hated my job so much. And I was like, yeah. I need to get out of this. I need to be able to find a way to achieve financial freedom. So one, I could spend time with my daughter, with my son, with my wife. Um, cause I was only getting two weeks, like, a vacation and it sucked. Right. And I was just like, um, I was sick and tired of it. And not only that, right. I I'm, I'm really involved with my church. I want to be able to yeah. give more money and, and, and grow God's kingdom. So there was just a bunch of factors that played into it, but a lot of it came from like what happened in high school and yeah. like, you know, so it's, it's yeah, uh, dude. interesting that it happened that way. Yeah, dude. I relate to that a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and like, it's, you know, it was always interesting because I mean, you know, Hermosi and whatever he talks about, like the the traits of successful people that they did. It was like one of them was superiority complex and like we yeah. feel like we're better. But then at the same time, like we also feel like crippling self-doubt of like we're not enough. Right. Like, you know, mm-hmm. but like I feel like a lot of us have been driven by pain. And yeah. um, like I when people ask me the question because they're like, how do you figure this out? Right. I'm like, I literally locked myself in a bedroom and worked for four years. Right. Like yeah. from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed. And people are like, you know, in the marketing world, people like to exaggerate stuff. I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. There was no, like, I'm like, I didn't go to movies. I didn't hang out with friends. I didn't hang out with family. Like I literally would go to church on Sundays. Mm -hmm. I would go to Walmart afterwards to go get groceries and I would work. 
that is it. I would, you know what I'm saying? Like for four straight years of locking myself in this bedroom, making $500 a week at my job. Right. And like on lunch break, I'm working and I'm working. And like, when people are like, well, how did you do that? Like, why didn't you quit? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like there was no other option. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, if, if I, if I had gone another decade, I still would be doing the exact same thing, trying to figure this out because I'm like, when I ask people the question, because I'm at a point now where, you know, uh, I, I, you, you, you as well, you get it right. You've done well enough financially to where like money's not an issue. Right. And you can right, drive absolutely. whatever car you want and you live in a nice house and you know, people notice. Yeah. And like when they'll ask me, you know, questions about it, I'm like, you just don't want it very bad. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm like, how long have you tried to change your life? How long have yeah. you tried to get a different job? How long have you tried? And it's like, oh, well, I, you know, I've, I've tried one thing or two things and I've tried for three months and I'm like, congratulations. I did it for four years. Right. And I tried like 700 different things. And it's just like, when they're like, why didn't you quit? I'm like, because there was no other path, right? Like Mm -hmm. there, there was no other option except to go figure that out because no matter how bad it sucked to keep failing, it sucked far less than staying exactly where it was that I was at. Right. And I feel like that same drive was with you. Right. It was just like, I just don't want to go back to that feeling. Yeah. And then on top of that, it was just like, what what really drove me was just like, man, I just, I don't want to live a mediocre lifestyle. Right. I mean, Myron Golden talks about all the time, right? Like we were made for more. Yeah. And I, one of the crazy things, man, was like this dude in the office would come in every single day. His name was Fred. He would literally like say a number like 565 days, 500 and whatever, whatever. Every day was a was a number. And I, I was like, dude, like, what are you talking about? Like, what, why do you keep saying these numbers? Right. And he was like, well, this is the day where I'm going to retire. I'm going to move to Hawaii. And then we're going to finally be able to do whatever. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm out of here. So that's yeah. why that, that was the thing that like, was like, okay, I, I'm yeah. not going to be that guy. Um, I think he finally retired. This was like three, uh, four or five years ago. So, but anyways, yeah, dude, I was like, man, that sucks. And I was like, yeah. dude, that was like 20, four 25 at the time. So that, that led me down the rabbit hole. But yeah. on top of that, man, I, I was getting up at three 30 every morning before work. And then I would be at work. I would try to do my, you know, podcast and listening to Russell and listening to everybody, right? Like all the information that I could get. And then, um, yeah, after work, I would also do the same thing while I was still going to the gym, while I was still going to church. Yeah. Um, I just made it happen, man. Cause yeah, your priorities so yeah what so you've got um I, I know you got a lot of affiliate stuff that you do yeah. you've got a big list you've got products i know you have a software coming out um or it's coming out it's not out yet right not quite yeah not quite. okay okay i do want to get into the like i have questions about affiliate stuff i think is, are fascinating but before we yeah. go there i want to like i want to like understand how your brain works and like okay. what kind of like drives you if you will because like one of the things that uh, I learned about myself. I think I conceptually might have known it before this, but really like at the beginning and towards the end of last year, beginning of of this year is when I actually like knew this, knew this about myself uh, mm-hmm. and like said it out loud and could look myself in the mirror and tell myself this. Right. Um, but I was actually at, do you know, Brad Gibb? Yeah. Yeah. Of okay. course. He was so, at FHL this year, right? Yeah. He's both there. So Brad and I are like very, very good friends, right? He's one of my best friends and he's, yeah so smart it's ridiculous like he is the smartest like just pure intellectual when it comes to like money and finance and wealth or whatever right 
uh, that I've ever met. And I'm at his house. He's got this like huge 12,000 square foot house with like a tunnel underneath the ground to like his 2,500 square foot guest house and like a rock climbing wall in the basement. It's insane, right? That's cool. But like, I'm sitting there and I'm asking him because I'm, you know, he's got three different businesses. He's got six kids. He's obviously very religious and stuff. And I have a tremendous amount of respect. But when I looked into the future and because we were talking about the future, and I was trying to figure out like where I was going and what was next. I just remember looking at him and being like, Brad, I don't want to build a business. I hate mm -hmm. business. I don't understand why people like businesses. Like they seem like comp it's systems and processes and people. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I, I don't, that's, that doesn't excite me. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I do it as a means to an ends. And like, I like entrepreneurship, but I realized, and, and I don't want to go too much into mine because I want to hear yours. But like, I realized that there was a, that there was, there was things in life that excited me and that mm -hmm. business and, and structurally the concept of entrepreneurship or business ownership was, was basically the structure that made those things work and allowed for those mm -hmm. things to happen. But that in and of itself was not the thing that excited me. It was these, these other things. Right? right. And so when I, when I designed my life out for this year and like where we're going, ironically, we've made a bunch this year and like, I've done way less and it's like, Oh, it's clarity. Right. But like, what drives you, like, what gets you excited Cause I, I, you've seemed to have reached this point where like, okay, you're not balling. Like you're not Alex or Mosey. You're not Russell. Right. When it comes yeah. to money and fine, but like you can pay your bills. Like you got, like, you know, you got money Absolutely. coming in, like you're good. Right. Like that. Yeah. And so like now, at least for me, like when that happened, I basically reached this point where I'm like, oh, I could literally not work for six months. And like, I could literally live my lifestyle just fine. And maybe I should like think of what I actually want to do with my life. Right. So like yeah. what drives you, what excites you, what brings you that, like that purpose and that meaning um, inside of what you do on a daily basis? Yeah, it's so good, man. I mean, I think the biggest thing is, which is, which is weird because it kind of goes back to what happened in high school. It's like, I don't know, this, this sounds weird, but I like the recognition. I like being able to, I like being recognized, but also being able to help people. Right. It's like, like if I can help people at a massive scale, like that brings the fulfillment. Right. But mm. at the same time, it's like, okay, I've been able to do this really cool thing. Right. I've been able to quit my job, but how can I help others do it? Right. Not only with a course or with the software, but like at a high level, at a high scale. Right. And not, and be, and if I can do that, I'm going to be able to make more money to be able to do the things we want to do. Right. My wife and I talk about like, we were watching a Mr. Beast video the other day or yesterday, actually. And he, um, he built like a hundred wells in Africa. Right. So those are the things that kind of been driving us. We've been giving more and more money to these charities and into our church. And, but again, it goes back to, I like the recognition, which is, I don't know if yeah. that's a, if that's like a selfish thing or it's like, mm. you know, because we, you know, with our church, we're like one of the big sponsors for their big events yeah. for their football team but I love my name being up there. Right. And yeah, I love to give and but I also like the recognition. Right. So it's, it's interesting because yeah. I want to give more, but I also like the recognition of being able to give more. Right. So yeah. it's a weird thing. And I don't know why that is. I think it may be because in high school, I was like nobody and no one knew yeah. who I was. And I was like mm -hmm. the last person that would do anything um, in their eyes. So yeah, that's, that's kind yeah, of dude. Where I'm at, man. Yeah, I'm definitely so I'm definitely driven by recognition 100%. Um okay. and do you know Katie Richardson? Oh yeah, she was uh uh we did a training a couple of, about a year ago, so she's dude, awesome. she's amazing. I paid her 100,000 bucks. Um like yeah. a real 100,000, right? Um she was a my mindset coach and yeah. I I would say more accurately like an identity coach, like helping me mm -hmm. understand who I was, right? And I am driven, I don't know, I did that that Ty Lopez um 
quiz that one time where he like lines up all the things and he's like, would you rather have a billion dollars and no one know who you are or you know this or whatever? And, and then it's like sex and travel and all this stuff, right? And like number yeah. one by far for me is recognition, right? Like status, yeah. fame, like that 100%. And when I, when I asked Katie about that, I was like, hey, like for me, like is that a bad thing, right? Because like I grew up, probably you did as well, in in church and in in a world where eh, there was a lot of criticism or judgment or you know oh, yeah. you know the fear based a lot of stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh katie said something to the effect of and we talked about this multiple times she said josh if by you being recognized more like more people see christ then that's a good thing right mm-hmm. but if if by you being recognized more people see not don't see christ you're pulling them away from christ then that that's not a good thing right because of where, like where my value system lied, right? Right. right. And yeah. so was was so fascinating was when she would when she said that, and I like had to, you know like looked at my life and looked at the things that I was doing. I was like, okay, that would mean that like if you were to take me and you were to magnify and amplify me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Then my life would be on you know scrutinized under this level. Let's say even if it was only by me, right? Are the mm-hmm. things and the actions that I'm doing on a daily basis are those things that are reflective of what I would, you know, what someone would see with Christ, because you're a Christian, I'm a Christian, right? So you'll yeah. understand that, right? And like mm-hmm. when I actually did that, what I realized was there were a lot of things in my life that I was doing that I was not doing them for the right reasons. They weren't wrong. Yeah. Right. They were not immoral or evil or 100% no. Right. But they were, they were not reflective of who I was supposed to be as a man of Christ and like what I, and what I wanted to do. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so my question, like to kind of follow up with this is, like, I don't know what your life looks like on a daily life. I'd be curious to know. But like, I just realized that for me, like I looked at social media and I'm like, listen, I grew up in the social media world. I know the social media, especially Instagram and that whole like, you know, short form, like, you know, viral stuff. Like I could, I could build a pretty big presence on social media pretty quickly. Right. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. like, what I would have to give up and like what would be required for me to go to to do that, like would not be in alignment with who I would want to be if I was famous. Does that make sense? Like if I actually was going to leave my impact and message on the world. And so I chose, I said, you know what, what actually excites me is, is sitting down and going, I love studying philosophy and religion. And I like studying money and wealth. And I love studying people and I love relationships and I love this. And I don't know those things well enough to go viral with them and like to go create mm-hmm. all this, you know, right? So I'm yeah. going to go study those. I'm going to build a business, although mm-hmm. I, I don't really have, a, I mean, I do have a business, but it's not like, it's more like a money printing machine, right? It's not a real, <laughs> yeah. a real business, right? Yeah. But like it, based around skills and the more I study these things, the more I become, the better man I become, the better husband I become, the better leader I become. And yes, my presence is growing more slowly, right? Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I'm doing things on a daily basis that I love to do, that are sustainable, that are healthy. I have a good relationship, right? And I had mm-hmm. to give up things that I think would have made me bigger faster, if that makes sense, right? So yeah, like, yeah. what are those things for you? Obviously, you're very, very good at affiliate marketing, which is just a fascinating skill. I can't wait to talk to you a little bit more about that. But like, what are the things that like, that drive you and excite you in life that are like, do you love studying systems? Do you love studying psychology? Do you love building businesses? Do you love just building relationships with people? What are those things in life that drive you and that you just want to be the best at outside of just the money element? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't care for systems. I don't care about like, it's interesting because I love building the businesses. uh, And I've started like multiple businesses um, in the last year. I mean, they're all in the affiliate space. But I think the biggest thing that drives me is like, 
okay, how can we learn or how can I learn how to spread my message viral so I can get that more recognition so I can amplify my message, right? Because again, you know, I love the recognition. So if I can figure out, okay, if I can run an ad or if I can get an influencer to, to post my message, right? Even if I have to yeah. pay them, that's going to amplify my message. So that's kind of really what I've been trying to figure out, right? Yeah, that's mm. going to bring me more leads. It's going to bring me more sales. But at the end of the day, it's like more people are going to see my face. They're going to see yeah. my ads, right? So it, it's it's weird. And I don't know why it, I don't know. I, I don't feel wrong for that, but it's also like, huh, why, yeah. why is it that? Is that because of what happened when I was younger? And because yeah. I want to prove to those people that I'm not this loser, right? Yeah. So I would say that's the, like the biggest thing that drives me. Yes. I love making money and I love the the drive yeah. of, of creating new products, but it's, it's more like, okay, my name's on all these things and you know, yeah. you're, you're going to know who I am eventually. Yeah. Right? That's kind of who I am. That's why I love affiliate marketing yeah. contests, man. Like, you know, secrets of success with Russell Brunson, uh, Alex Mosey's hundred million dollar leads, traffic secrets, ClickFunnels 2.0 launch, right? I'm out, I'm always doing these big launches because who, I'm at the top of the leaderboards. Yeah. I don't know my name. Right. So yeah. I'm always trying to figure out how can I, how can I amplify my message? Right. So, yeah. So let's talk, let's talk about that. So What's the secret, dude? Secret sauce. Yeah. All what's right. the like, 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 what's the like me to you? Don't worry about anybody listening because it's not really about that. I mean, cool. You guys are all cool or whatever. But like, <laughs> but like, talk, talk to me, talk to me at a, like a, like a level of like, like, wh how, how did you figure this out? Or not even how did you figure this out, but like, what, what have you seen that works really, really well that you're like, I just know that if I do this, like, this is how we build lists. This is how we build lists. This is how we get messages out there. Cause like, I like what you said about spreading the message, right? Because like, that's like, you can measure that, right? There's a, there's a tangibleness to that, right? That this, and yeah. so obviously there's things that you go and do and that you focus on. So like, what's the secret sauce behind this? And like, what do you do really well at affiliate marketing? Okay. So we can go back to the affiliate side of things, but I want to talk more on the business side on Let's why do I'm doing the things I'm doing. Okay. Let's, Let's freaking go. go back. We'll go back to the affiliate stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, when I first started affiliate marketing, it was pretty simple. All you do is create an ad or create a video, get people to an opt-in page, yeah. you build your list. Okay. As I started looking, I'm like, okay, how can I leverage other affiliates to bring people into my world and use technically I'm using them to bring me leads. Right. So I started looking at, I'm like, okay, what's a great affiliate program have. So I, I started creating my own affiliate program with its own plaques and contests and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, if I create this something really, really good, I could attract other affiliates to want to promote it. And um, literally they're, they're sending me their leads, right? So, you know, with all the businesses that I've started, I always have an affiliate program to go with it because I'm only one person, right? So if I can yeah. excite, I'm almost like selling other affiliates to promote my stuff, 100%. right? Yeah. Like I have, I think, I think one of my superpowers is like, I've been able to attract 30,000 people to want to promote my That's stuff, right? They've actually signed up to be an affiliate, and they're promoting my stuff. Now, obviously some of them don't bring leads, right? Most don't, but there's going to be a lot that do. And I mean, that's the secret sauce right there. That's how yeah. I build my list is I get other affiliates. I teach them how to build their list to get people to my world, right? So whether I'm launching a software, uh, when I did my fitness program, when I had my, when I have my courses, um, my other course, like I have multiple pro, I have four affiliate programs and they all bring me leads 
And yeah. I would say a big part of my list. Yes, I do bring a lot of leads myself, but I mean, I can't compete with 30,000 affiliates bringing me leads, right? So that's the secret sauce on how I build my list and how I do affiliate marketing, right? If I can grow a big list myself, I'm almost unstoppable in some of these leaderboards, right? You pair that up with YouTube, YouTube reviews, SEO, those two things. And then um, that's why I'm able to show up at the top of a lot of these leaderboards. So that's more of like the me to you, right? Like, okay, right here. Yeah. Okay. You understand that. Yeah, so, no, a hundred percent. I do. And I, I got, I got to follow up on this. Okay. Because okay. so I'd probably help sell 20 million plus online. Right. And, um, we do a, like I have a program and, uh, dude, all my, like all my high ticket stuff. I don't know if you do any like high ticket stuff or whatever, but I was mm -hmm. laughing. People are like, yeah, high tickets, five grand. And I'm like, LOL. Okay. So <laughs> like, like to me, like high ticket doesn't start doesn't start until you're like 15 to 25,000, right? Yeah. So like high ticket's 100 grand, 250,000, right? Like I've done quarter million dollar deals, $100,000 deal, like that type of stuff, right? That's awesome, yeah. And like I pitch everything with a two page of Google Doc, right? Like it's ridiculous how simple it is. But like the number one principle behind that, right, is I have to, before, before the, an offer comes in, before we even know what we're selling, period, like the principle behind that is, how do I get this person to wanna do business with me? Mm -hmm. right? Like that's it. Right. Cause if I can like figure out how to get them on to do business with me, then all I have to do is show them how I can solve their problem. And it's, it's game over. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your version of that statement. And I wrote this down. Cause like, I'm taking notes on your stuff. How that. do I get people to want to promote my stuff? Right. That's essentially the question, right? Yeah. Is that accurate? Like yeah. that's the core question. Yeah. No, that's good. That's the principle. And I'm like, Ooh, I need to study this question a lot because that's really good. So Dude, you're smart. <laughs> so how do we, how do you do that? Okay. Great question. That's, that's the million dollar question, right? So, yeah. okay. So what I do, and this is probably the, the easiest thing or not the easiest, but it's like making it super easy for an affiliate to promote your stuff. Okay. I'm going to give you an example and this is going to all tie wait, wait. into. So it's, the first part is make it easy. Make, make it, it easy. easy to, okay. 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 Yep. Make it easy as far as, okay. So I have affiliates promote my courses, right? So this is what we do. And this is all going to tie back into what no, I'm yeah, I got you. Yeah. And it's going to be really cool. Okay. So, yeah. um, and this is when I first started, I gave them as an affiliate, you need a funnel and you need a lead magnet. That way they can attract their email list or their audience. Right. So my affiliates, I give them a funnel. I give them a lead magnet. Uh, in my case, I give them a free course. So it's like, Hey, you know, you can start promoting my stuff and I'm going to give you everything. You're going to have a free course that you can give out as your own. You're going to have your funnel. You're going to have automated emails, right? All this is going to be done for you. Okay. Your lead magnet is a course. Yes. Yeah. It's a free course. It's yeah. like, Hey, you know, for them, all they have to do is like say, Hey, I have this free course. Yeah. Boom. Easy. Um, but I give that to them. I give them all the email swipes. I give them the ads uh, that they can start running ads on. Um, you know, I give them literally everything they need. I even show them how to get instant traffic, right? So if I can give them all that, I give them all the things that they need so they can see success, then they're essentially going to bring people to my program, right? So then my thought process is like, okay, if I can give them all these assets, right? Um, I, I'm my main thing is of teaching them how to get more traffic. So I'll have trainings on like YouTube ads, 
But I'm like, oh, by the way, use my ads to promote my stuff that you're going to send me leads to, right? Um, and to take that even further, you know, before, um, you know, I would give them the funnel, I would give them the white label lead magnet, um, all the emails, they still had to put every single email then. Now I've created a software where it does it for them. Like literally they, all they do is put their name, their picture, all their affiliate links, and it's done. So now what I've done is I've basically taken the Alex or Mosey principle and like make making the time shrink to almost zero, right? Now they can literally have an affiliate business. They have a lead magnet that they give out as their own. They have hundreds of emails that automatically send multiple programs. But what did I do? I made it super simple for them. All they do is click a few buttons. And now all these people are now going to send people to my business and I'm going to grow mm. my list even more. Right. So, uh, and it's been like a four year, like cycle. Like I learned affiliate marketing really well. I learned what worked for me, but I'm like, well, why can't I leverage other affiliates to just send people my way? Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, man. I mean, the simple answer is just making it super easy for them to promote your program. Give them okay. everything. They okay. So then Two follow-up questions to that would be, yes, let's make it easy. Why would someone want to promote yours versus somebody else's, right? Like, how do you how do you get them to want to promote you specifically, right? Because, like, mm -hmm. Russell has a really good resource just to help you promote, right, affiliate yeah. stuff. And, like, I'm sure there's dozens or hundreds. I'm not really into affiliate. You know, I don't do a lot of affiliate mm -hmm. stuff, right? So, like, I don't know who all the big players are. But like, yeah. there's obviously a lot of other people that make oh, it yeah. relatively simple, right? So mm -hmm. like, obviously, they're buying something more than just, hey, I've made it really simple for you. What do you think through when it comes to like the psychology of that? Yeah, so a lot of it is, and again, this is because I know affiliate marketing, and I, I started yeah. with it is uh, recognition for them, right? If I can, mm. if I can do certain contests, if I can... Um, I have these plaques here. Let me, let me grab one of them real quick. Hold yeah. On. Yeah. Yeah. If you have like these, when people win, dang, you know, 10, that's 000, sick. Yeah. A hundred thousand dollar awards or when they get those commissions. Right. So the goal is like, again, giving them recognition. I know I like the recognition. Of course they're going to like the recognition as well. Yes. We're going to teach them how to quit their jobs and all this other stuff. But for me, again, I know why I am doing what I'm doing. So for them, I, you know, it's similar, right? So contest, um, you know, uh, plaques, I do, I do super cool things where I buy them iPads, watches, um, and they have milestones, right? So it's like, yeah. hit this milestone, I'm going to buy you an iPad. If you hit this milestone, I'm gonna buy you a Rolex, if you hit this milestone, right? So it, it's, it's building that, that community aspect, but also like that milestone, uh, kind of what ClickFunnels has done, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, that's I've expert secrets, that bro. Yeah. hundred yeah, like percent. Like giving them an identity, bro. then giving them the, like, give them the tools, but give them the targets, right. Give them the, yeah. the targets of that. Yeah. And the, just make it super easy for them. You know, yeah. that's, that's it. Um, and as far as like, why would they promote me, um, over anyone else? I mean, that's just, I think me being vulnerable with who I am and my story and what I believe in and, yeah. you know, affiliates would attract to me and want to promote me over some random ClickBank product that's just no one knows who it is. And yeah. why would they want to promote some random product when they can connect with me, a family yeah. man, Christian, if they align with those values, right? Not yeah. saying they do, but yeah, that, no, I get that it. Does though. help. That definitely the face helps. always helps, man. Like the identity, the whole identity piece of like having a leader, right? Yeah. Like that. I mean, that you'll beat a ClickBank offer any, any, you know, 
any day because of it's just you. There's a face to it, right? Yeah, absolutely. But it's interesting yeah. you said, um, dude. I'm learning a lot here. You're like I said, you're pretty, you're really smart. So like, appreciate that, brother. It's, it's it's interesting you said that. Like, hey, I like the recognition. They're gonna like the recognition, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what's fascinating to me is that as soon as you said that, I was like, oh, dang. And I thought about my best clients and I thought about the people that, because like on average, what would you say, like, what's your main product? How, how much is it? Well, my main core product is $2,000. Um, yeah. That's like the main thing I try to get people to. Yeah. So 2000 bucks, right? Yeah. So like mine is like 25000 <laughs> right? Right, right so it's a very like we're talking to a very different avatar right oh, absolutely. like and, yeah. and, and and we're selling a very different thing I, mm -hmm. we are both selling an identity but it's interesting it's russell says it all the time it's like like attracts like you attract who you are right mm -hmm. and what's so fascinating is any of the offers that i've ever sold how i buy things is dude i do not buy courses i do not buy masterminds i don't mm -hmm. buy, like i could give two craps all mm -hmm. i buy i i just buy access Right. Like that's yeah. all I want is I want relationships. Right. Like I want to know Russell. Like I joined Russell's mastermind uh, inner circle, paid in 50 grand or whatever. Yeah. Why? Because I'm like, I just want access to the people. I just want the relationships. Russell, we just were out there last week and Russell came up to me. He's like, dude, are you getting value? You're like, I see you out in the hallways and you're like, not even in the sessions. And I'm like, bro, I'm getting so much value. Right. Huh? That's a good impersonation. Right. But you, it's him. Right. I'm like, dude, yeah. I didn't pay you $50,000 to come learn from you. Yeah. Like I'm going to learn from you. Don't get me wrong. But I pay $50,000 because this, this is, I just want access to the relationships, right? Oh yeah. hundred percent. And any time where I've sold a program or an offer where I have tried to go and remove that component where I'm mm -hmm. like, there isn't access to me so much, or like, there's not, there's not that status feeling of relationships. It has not yeah. done well, but mm -hmm. any single time when I've added that in there, it's crazy because like, like 90% of the other stuff that I delivered, nobody even cares about. They just want that and they're happy. And yeah. as soon as you said that, I'm like recognition, recognition for me by far the most important, uh, but it's the, it is the shift. I think where you and I differ at least now, I think I will come back around to it because I, I used to be a lot like just volume of people is mm. I want recognition from specific people, mm. right? Like, like it used to be, I was like, I'll take it from anyone. Like I just want vol millions of followers forever, right? But now mm -hmm. the more chaotic the world gets and the more I look at society, I'm like, this is, this shit's crazy, bro. Right. Like mm -hmm. Jesus yeah. come back. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? For but sure. I'm like, but then there's those people where I'm like, I want your, I want recognition from you. I want a relationship with you. I want, right. And it's mm -hmm. fascinating that when you say that of like, you're giving them recognition because that's what you desire. And when you give them recognition, like you're attracting those types of people so that you, you understand them so well without even trying. That's mm -hmm. fascinating. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I always say, I mean, I was, I was you, you know, I was literally trying to leave my job and I know what you're going through. And I mean, that's, it's easy for me to kind of put myself back in, in that shoe. And then it's like, Hey, it's like, this is what I was going through, but going back to what you were saying, it's, what's is interesting. I've kind of been kind of shifting to that too. Is like, cause when I go to these events, I'm like, I'll see these, like still people that I like fanboy around. Right. It's like, Ooh, I want, I want them to know who I am. Right. Even if we don't do business or whatever. Right. I still want to, I still want them to know how I am because it's, I try, I try to level up. Right. So going back to what you're saying, it's interesting because I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, yeah, yeah I do love recognition from my fans and people recognize who I am, but now I'm starting to get that high, uh, you know, from other people, quote unquote, yeah. high, right. So it's interesting because 
now that I think about it, it's like, I want that from people above me now. Right. Okay, dude, I will tell you, it's fun. Like, don't get me wrong. Like I walked off stage at Funnel Hacking Live and it was like four hours of people coming up wanting to take pictures. It was awesome, right? It's like, yeah, ego right. feed me, right? Like, just yes. like, holy cow, right? But I will tell you, all of those, like all of that combined, like the first time that like Myron and Eileen, like separately, like walked up to me, I'd never met them before. Right. Like I had like this and they walked up to like, Josh Forty, what's up, man? Good to see you. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, oh, oh my, like that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like cool, that, dude. like what? Yeah. Like, you know who I am? Like for, cause like those people were just idols, not, not idols, right. but you know what I mean? Like you just no, looked up I, to them. They were so untouchable. Right. And right. then it's like when all of a sudden those people are, the, are like your friends, like the reason I wanted, and like I'll get vulnerable you too, because you get it. It's like, am I not enough? Right. Am I like I'm a loser? I'm a right. For me, it was like I was never in the cool kids club, right? Mm -hmm. Growing up. Like just never yeah. was, right? Like it was like always the one that was left out, wasn't invited, da, 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 right? And mm -hmm. so for me, getting followers was this thing of like, okay, you don't think I'm cool? Well, look at all these people that 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 follow me, right? And now it's like if I have like one or two people that are like super credible and legit are up here and like we're friends, like that's mm -hmm. just as much authority as all this. I don't need all those people. I just need you and you because now I can walk into anybody and I can be, you know what I'm saying? And it's like this oh, whole status 100%. thing. And it's fascinating how that works. Yeah. Which is super yeah. interesting, bro, that you bring that up because like, I don't know if you knew, but the top 10 affiliates that were for Alex or Mosey's launch, you got to do a one-on-one -on -one consulting call. Yeah, dude. So, like for me, just posting pictures about me with Hermosi, I was like, okay, I'm going to win this contest, right? right. So just for that. It was, it was Even if I didn't make any money, I was right. like, blowing up the list. You guys are going to buy this book. Obviously, I saw value in the book, but right. um, it was like, okay, if I could win this, people are going to know who I am. And that they did. You know, yep. they saw me at FHL and they're like, dude, you're the guy that you you crushed yeah. the Hermosi launch, right? And I was like, yeah, you know. Yeah, but bro, how many how many people though though? Like, sure, all those people like came. Oh, you're the guy who Hermosi launch or whatever, right? But like, how many like big name people then came up to you and were like, oh, dude, I saw, like you're in the top right. ten of Hermosi. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like all of a sudden a higher level person saw like you became credible in their eyes like that, right? Right, exactly. Yeah. And, and I even like like I'll like pin my me and my Hermosi videos at the top of my Instagram because. When they go to my Instagram, I'm like, oh, this guy actually did an interview with right. Mosey. He, may, he might be legit, right? If you yeah. have no idea who I am, yeah, that's that instant credibility. So I'm like, for me in my head, I'm like, okay, I gotta win that, right? When Russell invited me for the ClickFunnels 2.0 launch, got a picture yeah. with Russell, right? I'm like, this is so cool, right? So it's so interesting, man. I feel like no one has ever kind of like told me that, or like I, I didn't really realize that now that you brought it out of me, which is, yeah. I guess I always thought it was kind of a selfish thing, but I love how you put it like okay it depends on how you on how you um you know your values so well and that. and so the other thing that that drove it further and that it's funny because this will go into my next question to you here is yeah when i look into the future i'm like i just want those people to be my friends yeah right yeah. like i'm yeah. like that success i don't even care what it looks like right i'm just like i want brunson to be my friend i want myron mm -hmm. to be my friend and eileen and, and allison prince and you know, Brandon Kalen Pullen and Brad Gibb and, and Tony Robbins and, and, you know, like whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. like, when I would look at that and I was like, okay, those people like friends hang out with friends and they invite friends over and they, they, you know, they have these relationships with people, right? Like what drove me to that? Like, yes, selfishly, I was like, I want to feel like I'm enough and I'm cool. And, you know, but I'm like, you know, that like 
they get to do that. And like, there's gotta be a way that they just get to do that, that that's just normal. So how do I just do that? Right? Like, how do I just be that person? Right? And yeah. so for me, like, when I built going back to this whole conversation, I'm like, I don't really want to build a business, right? Like, for me, I just went and I was like, how do how do I create something where I get to be at that level? And like, mm -hmm. those people are just my network. And in studying relationships, because I actually did a whole podcast on this, I like broke down the three parts of like, uh, 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 super high level relationships, right? Like, super high profile like that and it's like number one you have to connect on value somewhere right yeah. like you've got to have some shared value at some at some level and the more the, the deeper it can go but the, the second one is it has to be mutually beneficial right mm -hmm. and so when i look at russell's life or i look at eileen's or i look at tony robbins or i look at tom brady's right he's one on my list joe rogan right like when i start to look at those people the question that i go to ask myself is okay what like how can i make their life better right mm -hmm. And then my whole purpose of my podcast, of my network, of my business, of whatever, everything is designed not around like a mass volume of people, if it requires that great, but rather like, I just want those people to be my friends because I know if I'm around, like I've never asked Russell for anything, never asked him for anything, I've never sold him anything. I've made more money off of just being friends with Russell Brunson, even though I've never asked him for anything, just by being around him. Same thing with Brad Gibb, right? More yeah. investment opportunities than, right? So- mm -hmm. When yeah. I look into the future, I go, how do I build something that allows me to just make their life better? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Because you're building something that they can get value off of, right? Maybe right. on your podcast, right? Because then you're going to be able to bring them more recognition. Okay. Know? What's crazy is though, is like, this is how Think Different Theory got so big was it actually had nothing to do with recognition. I learned this, Russell was like the one that like where it clicked. I, I, I want to make, yeah. I want to turn this conversation back to you because I have some more questions, but I'll real quick on this. Yeah. 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 Russell did not come on my, like Russell has to come on my podcast, dude, mm. three times. I never yeah. once asked Russell to come on. Like he came on and it was like, yo, we, and I was like, we should have been Boise. And that's why we did Boise with Atlas Shrugged. And then again, with Outwitting the Devil. Yeah. And the, four, right? the four part series, that was so cool, by the way. Right. But why? It had nothing to do with how big I was, actually. When oh. I asked him why, it was like, dude, I wanted to talk about Atlas Shrugged and every other podcast in my world is people wanting me to come talk about marketing. You gave me a place where I could geek out about my stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And because I had this place where my value to him actually had nothing to do with exposure. Dude, yeah. he, stre he streamed it to his whole audience. He put it out to his all of his people, right? Mm -hmm. his, the value that was provided to him, his life became better was I gave him a place to geek it out and nerd out about the things that he loved talking about where no one right. else was doing that, right? Yeah. And so that's Good. what I'm thinking about with it. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. And so when you, the question like kind of transitioning to here is like, you got this vision, right? Like you're building this software and this is obviously gonna come into this and, and you know, you, you wanna get your message out to the world. What does that look like? Like when you're going, you know, a year or five years or 10 years into the future, what does your vision look like? What are you building? That's a great question. I've thought about that and I don't know. Uh, I, all mm. I know is, all I know is I want to have a really big presence in this space, right? I want people to know me as, um, you know, some, some expert that they can look up to and I can be recognized way more than I am now. I don't know. What's this space? Um, well, just the digital marketing. Space. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because I mean, like people know who I am, but I'm still, I, you know, there's still a lot of people that don't. Right. right. So it yeah, goes yeah. back to recognition. So as far as like, what type of business am I going to build? What type? I have no idea, man. Mm. And that's interesting because, you know, I want to do 
you know, I, I feel like I've made a lot of money, but I still feel like I haven't <laughs> going back to like, you don't feel like you're enough. It's, it's the worst thing, bro. Like bro, the more money you make, the more poor you are. You're like, what the frick? Holy crap. <laughs> well, yeah, because then, then you go to these masterminds and it's like, oh, this guy just did all this and not like the envy, but it's just like, oh man, I'm, I feel broke now. <laughs> you right. know? But anyways, yeah, it's just, dude, I don't know. Cause I, I mean, I'm young, I'm like 32 and I'm like, I feel like I have so much more potential. Right? Like when I'm 40, 45 years old where am I going to be? Right. Like, am I going to be doing like, I'm already doing real estate and, and commercial properties and stuff like that. But I don't know, dude, like that's such a great question. And I don't know. I mean, I don't, I want to actually know where, what about you? Like, cause we're, I feel yeah. like we're kind of the same, Yeah. like the recognition thing. So like, yeah. where do you see yourself? How old are you? And like, where do you want to go? Cause I, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I don't that's know. a great question. So I'm 29. I'll be 30 in wow. February, February 1st. So I'm almost 30. Well, dude, that's so cool. Um, we're about to have our first kid, dude. In like next like two yeah. weeks, like my wife's gonna pop. Wow. Uh, it's so that's exciting. So cool. We're having Congrats, a little girl. So, um, cool. so it's interesting because uh, at peak at peak Instagram, when I was like in peak social media, right? Like we had, you know, probably seven or eight million followers that we owned and like had a hundred million follower network and just like you know, like you have those points where, you know, it's not sustainable, but at that moment, like I could, you're like, I could get in touch with just about anybody in this whole entire Instagram, like anyone I wanted to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, when you're there, I'm just like, I just remember sitting there asking myself the question of like, yes, I could reach out to any single one of these people, but like, I'd have to have a reason. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know why I would, mm -hmm. I don't even know what I would tell them. I don't even know what I'd ask them. I don't even know. Like, just imagine having a, Imagine having a phone, right? Where you could call anyone in the world. Like Elon, mm -hmm. right here, right? Trump, yeah. right? Joe Rogan, like whoever your idol is, Tom Brady, like whoever you want, you could just pick up the phone and call them. Yeah. But like, guess what? Like, they're still them. And like, you still have to like, make it a good question. They don't give you anything that you want. They'll just pick up the phone. Like, what would you yeah. say to that person? Like, how would you get, what would you say to Joe Rogan or Tom Brady or, or to like make them be friends with you or operate? And mm -hmm. I just remember sitting there and I was like, Hmm. I have no idea what I would yeah. do. Like, I don't have anything of value to give them that they couldn't already buy or do. Right. right, right. And, hmm. and so when in that, when, like, when I had that realization and that's part of, you know, kind of what led me to Katie too, like going through this whole thing, hmm. like I realized for me, I said, okay, I don't have, like so some people are blessed with knowing exactly what they want to do in life. Mm -hmm. And like, if anyone's listening, if that's you, oh my gosh, congratulations, right? But then there's like the 95% of us that don't, right? Yeah. And like, I just realized, I'm like, wait a second, okay. I don't have that one mission or that one thing. I know what mm -hmm. I want to do for me, right? I know what I want to give my family, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I know that I want to be rich to take care of this, but I'm not going to be like, yo, Tom Brady, help me like get my wife a, a Range Rover. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. and so- yeah. When I actually took a step back and looked at it, I realized that going back to the whole powerful relationships thing, like mm -hmm. there has to be a mutual benefit. And that if yeah. I could become a problem solver for someone, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I could actually genuinely solve someone's problems, um, then I could get in front of anyone. Like I could help anyone do anything. But in order for me to go and get in front, like to actually see what someone's problems were, like a Joe Rogan or a Tom Brady or a, you know, an Elon or like whatever, like I actually have to get around them. Right. Mm -hmm. I'd actually have to be in their network. I'd have to actually sit down and get to know them. That's part of the reason I love the show. Yeah. And so yeah. when I realized that like my message, like I re I rededicated my life to Christ at the end of last year, like for real, for real, like, like you are my, like Jesus is the king of the universe. Like he is my God. I follow him to the ends of the earth. Like he's my, like, he's the king. Right. And like, you got my whole life. 
Yeah. And like, then I looked at my business and I'm like, I don't even know. Like, am I supposed to build my business? Am I supposed to do this? Yeah. And so I realized like when I look into the future, I, where I'm going is I want to build a network of very high profile people and like very successful people. And I want to get around them. I want to like literally live in their world to understand, to think like them or whatever. And mm. I want to create a place where I can solve problems for them. And I know that like my job as an entrepreneur is to like, or as a man is to like bring a light for Christ, like be who Christ has called me to be right. And operate. Yeah. And I don't think, I think there's far, there's not enough people that are operating at super high levels and like mm -hmm. hanging out with like very, very high profile and influential people. They're just good, godly Christian men, like people that are just like, wow. they love their wife and they break the, the values that they break. They themselves are valuable because of who they are. Right. Yeah. And that's great, but you also have to solve problems. Right. So when mm -hmm. I look five, 10 years into the future, my list does not include what business am I going to build or like, what am I going to sell? My list includes a list of people that I want to go and have relationships with. And my goal is to figure out how I can solve problems and make their life better. Right. So like yeah. Elon Musk is definitely on that list. Joe Rogan is definitely on that list. Tom Brady is definitely on that li uh, uh, list. Right. Elon Musk. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, Tony Robbins on that list. Russell was on that list still is right. I mean, I'm, I'm even friends with him. And so when I look at this, I go, my message to entrepreneurs and to people is like, you can be free. And I feel like I've achieved a level of freedom in my life, yeah. like not just financially, but just mentally and in, in my soul that like yeah. most people don't. And mm -hmm. so where I'm going is I am building a podcast because I believe that to be the, the best platform to doing this to where I can network and interact with these people that I can build relationships with these people and then to build solutions on the back end. This is why I love high ticket, right? Because I can customize each thing with these very high profile people so that like I can help them solve their problems and get to where they want to go. And by doing that, like, dude, yeah. imagine, imagine like your friends, like imagine in 10 years from now, you woke up and like your friend group, the people that you're talking to on a daily basis are like Patrick, Bat David and Rogan yeah. and Elon Musk. Like, like those are just your contact list, right? Do you know how much good you could do in the world? Like, do you know how much right. influence you would have? Like, do you know how much you would learn? Do you know how much opportunity and wealth and like abundant, like, you know how much you could create and visualize? And like, I believe at some point along the way, I'll find my message. I'll find that thing. But like my whole, like, that's my vision of where I'm going is how do I become valuable to those people? Right. And so that when they want to stick around me because of what I can do for their life and, and who I am. And then the more they get to know me, the more they see Christ, the more they see someone that's honest and that loves their wife and that like lives in good values and that stands up for what they believe in. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's interesting that you like you mentioned all that, but you really didn't talk about like the business aspect. Like this is the business I want to build. And that's kind of where I'm at, man. It's like, yeah, I love what I do and I love the businesses I'm building, but I have no idea what that's going to look like in five, 10 years. All I know is I want to be able to make so much money that I can give and do the things that I want to do for God and his kingdom. Like yeah. that's the ultimate goal of right. that. That's, that's all our, our, all our ultimate goal. Right. So another thing that my pastor said that was really interesting was, um, you know, the, the gifts that you have, right. So for me, I don't have a gift of, you know, going on mission trips and, and doing all that, but I think I have a gift of making lots of money yep. in the next five, 10 years, like way more than I'm doing yep. right now that I can fund those types of things. Right. I yeah. watched uh, sound of freedom the other day, right. With the, uh, human trafficking Yeah, broke my heart. Right. I have kids. It's like, ah, oh, man, what can I do? Like I, I can do a little bit right now. We gave some money, but not nearly enough to right. make big change. Right. So 
Um, I just love how you mentioned that. Cause like, for me, it's like, I don't look at a certain type of business. It's like, I think I'll be able to make money because I've, I've been given that gift yeah, and I'll be able to use that to that. That's what I want to do, I guess. Is Right. And so like the, that business model, like my, my message to the world, if you will, is you can be free. Right. And I the, like, I say that because I didn't find real freedom until I found freedom in Christ. It's a yeah. whole different tangent, but like, my business model is how do I solve problems for rich people? Mm. I, like that was a Hermosi tweet, changed my whole life. I printed it off. I hung it on my wall. It was solve the problems of the wealthy and they will make you one of them. Right. Mm. And I was like, okay, how do I do that? And when I, when I thought, like when I think through that model, I go, dude, my, I'm sure you, did you grow up poor? Like, or like in, in a lack mindset around money? I didn't grow up poor. We had okay amount. Uh, it was more like when we got married with my wife. We yeah, really, maybe that yeah. was the right word, but like lack of money. Like money was this fixed over, it was time. Right? It wasn't like, abundant. Yeah, like it yeah, was, it was just scarce. Like, yes, exactly. Dude, like once I, like, I started learning how money moved, right? Yeah. And I'm like, dude, money does not move like this. It's not like this, right? It's like you can make, it's easier to make a million bucks at in a single day than it probably is to make a million dollars in a year, honestly. Right. Oh, yeah. Because like, it's just, you start to understand how those things move. And I'm like one deal or one solution for a billionaire. Right. Or like, you know, one that is worth tens of millions of dollars. Like you get a little cut of that. And now like you have that person that you are in your network and now you get to operate and think of that level. And to me, it's all about like leveling up thinking. Right. And so yeah. you start to go and do that and you're the same way, right? You get around these people, you start thinking differently. It opens your mind, you know, all this stuff. And so when I just look into the future, I go, I just thought that there were two ways to make money in the world. Like growing up, I was like, A, you have a job or B, you own a business. Mm -hmm. That was it. There was no other path, right? It was like, that. and now you get into the world of money and I'm like, oh, there's like a gazillion ways to make money and business just happens to be one of them. And yeah. kind of fly. And so I think that, you know, for me, it's all about how I can operate. And I love, I love philosophy. I love God. I love debating people when it comes to like religion. I'm studying Islam right now. Big, oh, yeah, super interesting, right? Um, Dan Henry is Muslim. Um, and so is his wife. I don't know if really? you knew that or not. Yeah, like, like, I'm sure he might listen to this or whatever, but like, I thought it was BS at first. Like, I literally thought it was just like, the, no, dude, like practicing, huh. pray, like in prayer, Friday, you know, Friday prayers, praying five times a day, like the whole nine yards, his wife covers, right? Like the, all that. And so I've been going back and forth with them and studying, you know, their version of Jesus and Islam and all that. And then, you know, Christianity and obviously, you know, I have a lot of Mormon friends and all that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, I'm like, how do you go? How do you go and like allow yourself to study and have time to do all that? And then also like run a business and then also you, like figure out the money game and also figure, and I'm just like, I got to create a world where I can have all these things yeah. What am I willing to give up? And for me, it's just like, how do I just go where one transaction is worth a quarter million bucks? Mm. Right. Or one transaction is worth a million bucks or what, you know what I mean? And like yeah. that happens when you level up the network. So, um, so does that cool. answer your question of like where, like my vision for it? Yeah, no, it's, it yeah. actually gave me clarity on like how I think about that as well. But yeah, I mean, I know you specifically asked like, what business do you want to run or what, what or just you, like, what where, like you have this, you're building a software, right? Which is, yeah. Clearly there's a reason for that. And I'm sure that's going to catapult you to the next level. I'm excited to see yeah. how you roll that out. But like, where does this, like, you know, you said that one of the things I wrote down as I take notes mm -hmm. is you said that like your goal is to spread your message, mm -hmm. right? Actually, let, let's, let me ask you that. That'll clarify. Mm -hmm. What is your message? 
Yeah. So good. Okay. So my message is freedom, like not just financial freedom, but freedom to like do anything you can. Like, for example, like this is something I talk about all the time is when COVID happened, you know, people were scared because they had to get the vaccine. They had to get, wear masks and they had to do all this stuff. I had the freedom to not worry about that. I wasn't worried about the government or this or that because I had, I had quit my job. I had made money and I was like, I don't, I don't need to follow you. I, yeah, I have free, right, right. You, know? you know, I'm not. So like, that's a big part of it. Right. Another one was, I, we kind of talked about it off camera. My, my daughter had a seizure and I, you know, I had meetings, but I canceled them. I didn't have to go to a job. I took her to the ER. We were there for a few days. It was an awful situation, but I had the freedom to be able to do that. Right. I um, gave my wife the freedom to be able to do that. Um, my church, I could volunteer. I can give money. I can, you know, um, you know, I do all that. And it's just the freedom is like the, the main thing I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get people to understand, right. It's you yeah. get that freedom. Uh, health, health is another big one. Cause yeah. if you have the money, you have the time, you can focus on your health. You can live yep. longer. You can spread more impact, right? My grandpa died actually a month ago. Mm, uh, he died of a stroke. So, but he didn't have the money to be able to eat the right foods or to get the right information. So freedom is the ultimate thing, right? And, yeah. and it's all those things combined, right? Not just financial freedom, but all those aspects, right? Cause um, there's so much things to life and um, I'm very passionate about that, man. So that's. We're very similar. Of- in that sense, yeah. like that's mm-hmm. the driver, right? So yeah. how does then, like you've got this business where you're helping literally hundreds of thousands. That's so freaking cool, dude. Like, that's so cool. Like I'm fascinated by that. But like, you've got this business where you get to you get to show the people the way to make money. And that's, you know, the gateway drug usually, right? Yep, uh, Which is great. And so you've got this message of freedom uh, that you're you're giving them and, and essentially they're buying into, right? Mm-hmm. What um maybe the better question is is like what is what's your biggest hurdle right now? Like if this were a magic wand, right? And I'm like, and you're like, my biggest hurdle right now is X when it comes to spreading that message of freedom to people. What is that hurdle? Huh, interesting. I mean, I think we've done a pretty good job, but the obviously we're not where we want to be. I I would say the biggest thing is figuring out, I mean, this is more tactical, I guess, but we've done everything organic. So figuring out how we can use ads to really amplify that message in a way that goes viral. Right. So I look at Andrew Tate and like, he was able to, he leveraged his affiliates, his network, and they're the ones that spread his message. So I'm almost kind of with the new software I'm coming out with, with the things I'm doing, I'm, I'm essentially doing that same thing where I'm like, I'm, I'm giving my affiliates a free course where they give out as their own, but it's me teaching the course. Right. So yeah. I'm getting that recognition out there and they're promoting it because they're building their list. So yeah. for me, it's like, okay, how can I essentially do what Andrew Tate did, but in the affiliate space. Right. And really amplify the message. And I think we're, we're, we have a good strategy on how to do that and we haven't rolled it out yet. Um, but tactically I would say, how can we, add you know paid ads into this to amplify that does that make why sense? are you going the route of paid ads though like well, because andrew didn't do that right? that's true because so, i guess okay go ahead well i was just curious like because i'm like you've clearly crushed one thing really really well why right. why are you then now change i mean i know you're not stopping that by any means right, right. but like why are you going paid like why 
Like, why not do a different option? Why go, why did you decide to pay ads? Well, what other option would there be? Because I mean, the, the only way I can amplify the message now is to get more affiliates, right? Which, which we do and that's fine, but I want to amplify it quicker. I want to get there faster. I want to I want more people to know who I am so I can help them. Right. So I, yeah. I, I feel like that's the way to go unless there's another option that I'm not thinking about and I'm not sure, but well, for me, it's yeah, okay. yes. Organic has worked really, really well. Obviously it helped me build my business, but if I can add paid ads in there to amplify that even more to me, that seems like the next option. Okay. So like, can I propose a different? Yes, angle, I would love to hear Right? <laughs> so like, Andrew Tate, there's one. Let's take another one. Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. uh, there's another one, right? Uh, I mean, even just looking at those two, those are like, Andrew Tate's one of the biggest, largest influencers that sells info products in the world. Um, Joe Rogan, biggest podcast in the world. Like, neither one of those people used used paid ads. Right. That's true. Okay. So, so I look at this and I go, dude, you have cr like, what, like, what have you done? Like the question, this is why, like, mm -hmm. I don't really like studying tactics from people. Like if it's like a specific thing, great. But mm -hmm. I like look at principles. So you've got this thing. And the principle that is that I've ever done is like, how do I get people to want to promote my stuff? Okay. Mm -hmm. So like right now, if you go to an ad, you have to go to a cold person that does not know you with a cold introduction and like convince them not only mm -hmm. on your stuff and your product and all that. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, dude, think of how many massive influencers there are out there with huge, massive lists that do biz op type of stuff or not even biz op type of stuff, just marketing type stuff, internet type of stuff, money type stuff. Think of like, you have this message of freedom, right? Think of how many people are like, you know, have big networks of people that promote freedom type of stuff to people that are in jobs that hate their job that want to get out of it. They may not even mean looking right, but this is like a colder market at scale. Yeah. Why not just like, like if I were you and I know I'm not you, right? This is just my, where my brain would go. Like imagine just going and doing big JV and big partnerships with big high level people that mm. like one promotion to their audience would bring you tens of thousands of new people, right? Mm -hmm. Like with one, like with one promotion. And then you have no ads risk. You don't have to learn a new platform. You don't have to like spread your mind thin. You don't have to focus on, you just literally keep doing what you do better. Mm -hmm. Like, why wouldn't you just do that? Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that because recently I've been, so like all my affiliates, they're, some of them have pretty big audiences, but nothing like massive, right? So I've actually, after Funnel Hacking Live, I got the idea of reaching out to bigger influencers and paying them actually to do shout outs to my programs. So I don't know if that's what you're referring to, no. but I am actually starting yeah. to look into that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, but yes, essentially, okay. but I like doing it to where like, I want, I want, you want relationships with these people, right? So like, okay. think of Hermosi for a second. Now I doubt Hermosi, at least anytime soon is going to do, would ever do a JV deal just because it's, it's all about Hermosi, right? But just think right, of those right. level people. Like my approach to life and my approach to business has been using a podcast to build mm -hmm. relationships with high level people. But my mm -hmm. approach is very different. Okay. And I just did a five day challenge with Dan Henry and we kind of broke down this whole down, but think about this for a second, bro. You know, how most, most entrepreneurs build podcasts. It's, the it's actually the most insane thing when you actually step down and think about it, right? So imagine you're a marketer, okay? Now you want to start a podcast. What if, if you're a marketer, you sell marketing stuff, what do most marketers then go start a podcast about? 
making money or marketing, right? Marketing. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're a marketer. I'm going to start a marketing podcast. Yeah. And then they're going to be like, cool. Okay. So I'm going to go, I'm going to start this marketing podcast so I can get listeners and get audience. I can teach them all this stuff. Whatever, right. And then they're going to go interview people. And who do mm -hmm. they go interview? People at their same level. Right. Other experts in what? In marketing. In marketing. Okay. So now ready, I'm a marketer mm -hmm. and I'm going to interview people that do not have the problem that I know how to solve. Right. They're mm -hmm. already good at what I do. So there's no chance we do business together. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to go and I'm going to build a, a following of people. And I'm going to tell this entire volume of people that's interested in marketing that the person I'm interviewing is the expert, not me. Mm. And this is my, this is podcast in the entrepreneurship world. Hmm. And insane. Right. Yeah. So like, I was like, well, I sell marketing. This is how think different theory got born. Right. Yeah. Mm. And I was like, why don't I not definitely not do a podcast about marketing? I'm like, mm. who's my customer? I'm like, well, entrepreneurs. So I'm like, mm -hmm. why not instead of focusing on the listener, which is mm -hmm. like, great, like they'll listen, like, cool, whatever. But yeah, what yeah. if I just created a place where my ideal client or ideal person I wanna do business with wanted to come and hang out and talk? Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, yo, you ever done psychedelics? What do you think of Trump, right? Like, yeah. what's your yeah. religious views? What are your political views? And I would talk about these crazy things. And then like three days later, I'm selling them $15,000 and $100,000 marketing packages. Has mm -hmm. nothing to do with it, right? Yeah. So like. Think about you, like just rattle off. Who are some big names? Give me like three big names, like that are in your space that like are big names, like JVs, that if you did a JV with them, like would blow you up. Hmm. I would say, I mean, Graham Stephan. Graham Stephan, that's a great one. Who else? Yeah. Graham Stephan, I would say Ryan Pineda. Yeah, oh, he's good, yeah. Um, I'm thinking real estate because it's, like it's like a bridge to yeah. our stuff. So uh, another real estate, Pace Morby. Pace Morby, boom, okay. Which was interesting because I was above him in the Hermosi, but <laughs> a little yeah, bragging. I met the guy that runs his company at at uh, Inner Circle. We're going to have him on the show. Uh, he's Oh, cool. Smart. Yeah, he's really smart. Um, oh, okay, yeah. so you got these three people. Okay. Like, bro, people come to those people all the time and are like, yo, teach us, come on my podcast, teach about real estate, or come on my podcast, talk about money, right? But like, what yeah, if you yeah. created a podcast that was like super, I don't know, I'm just making something up on the spot, like freedom oriented, right? And it was like something about like a freedom and impact. And that's lame because like a lot of people are doing that. But like you, you got an angle, right? Where like, it wasn't just an educational one, but it was like where you just sat down and could have a long form conversation with them. And yeah, then yeah. like you, instead of running ads, you figured out like what Pace's biggest problem was and Graham's biggest problem was and, and uh, Ryan's problem was. And you basically showed them how like, if you guys did a JV together, it would make perfect sense. And now mm. like you get, Dude, Pace Morby's list got to be insane, right? Like, uh, who was the other guy? Yeah, Ryan. These guys' list got to be insane. You, right, right. you do that, all of a sudden you do that. And like, yeah, if they do paid ads, whatever, cool, use their team to do paid ads. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't you just go after the bigger dogs and go bigger and bigger and bigger and not have to deal? I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. I mean, you might have no, a reason. Good, man. Does that so make sense? Oh, I'm just like, then yeah. you don't have to go learn something you're not good at. Yeah. That's so good, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I've really been thinking about it. Like, and I love, it's funny. Cause after FHL, I was actually like, okay, I should start reaching out. And what's interesting is I actually did start a podcast called freedom amplified, um, which I I'm focused more on YouTube. That's my focus. I haven't yeah. focused on that, but just seeing what other people are doing, especially like you, Ryan Pineda, like they don't talk about the actual thing. They'll talk about other stuff and right. it's just cool place to hang out. People can listen. And 
I've, I've noticed that I've seen that's how you guys grow. And it's, it's interesting because I've, I've seen you grow in the last two, three years. And that's, you've been like, that's what you've done. You've been, you've bro, just, it's all network. And it's like, do we yeah. even got sued by Apple and shut down? Right. Yeah. I remember that's crazy. But people are like, they're like, well, my listeners, don't your listeners want to learn about marketing? I'm like, no, your mm. listeners want to be you. Mm. Like, dude, your listeners want to be free. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And like mm. that, you said that they want recognition. And then they see the guy that they're following. Oh my gosh, dude. He gets to interview Graham. He gets to interview Ryan. He gets to interview Pace. What? Mm. Like that's freedom. That's recognition. And now yeah. like they're going to follow not because of the topic of conversation. They're going to follow just because like you're cool and you get to have these cool dope <laughs> conversations. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I'm just curious. Like, yeah, I don't know. It might be something to consider. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I've, I've done similar things to that where I go live on people's Instagram. No, no one like super massive, but that definitely brings in a lot more people. But I think, I think for me, it's just, and I don't, I don't know how you, I guess, get uh, access to some of these super high level people. Maybe it's masterminds and I am in, in a mastermind, but um, I think it's cool that you, you're able to get access to a lot of these people. Bro, I, you I, mean I, to tell me you uh, can't get access to high level people? I think for me, maybe, maybe it's going back to like, I feel like I'm not good enough. Maybe that's what it is. And I don't even reach out. I think that's probably- Have you ever it. even tried? No. <laughs> so, you know, I, I guess I feel like, and I have a lot of people have reached out to me. I mean, low and like massive, but um, so I guess, no, I haven't. Bro, you're smart. It. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Like you, you don't need like- you, if you sat down and thought about this for like two hours, you, you'd figure out the most ingenious way to ask these people. Like you yeah. got street cred like crazy, bro. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. I guess I feel like I don't. I, I know I do, but then I feel like I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's weird. You do. Just FYI. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't know it. if you need that, if you need the validation of it or not. I do. <laughs> but like, bro, you got it. Like, okay, bro, like you, because like, dude, all you have to be able to do is conversate at their level. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. For sure. And you can be like, oh, yeah, 600,000 person email list. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, it, and everyone's like, oh, okay. Like, level. Mm -hmm. Or like, oh, I was top five or whatever it was, eight, whatever, the top 10 of Hermosi's launch and top, you know, uh -huh. three of this. And all of a sudden they're like, okay, like you've got, you know what I'm saying? And then the cool thing about a podcast, and I don't want to make this all about this. You should do, you should definitely have a podcast. If you ever want to jam out or like nerd out about that, let me know. We can, I'll help you design it. But like, dude, think about it. If I did this with Eileen Wilder, you know, Eileen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So we're at inner circle and I was like, Eileen, who's like your celebrity crush? Like who's the, who's the person? Like, mm -hmm. you're like, if I could be friends with that person and hang out with them, like, like that's goals. And she's yeah. like, G uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. So Jennifer Lawrence, super A-list celebrity type of stuff. If yeah, you yeah. walked up to, to Jennifer Lawrence right now and you were like, Hey, do you want to like hang out? or have a conversation or be friends, what would she say? Mm -hmm. Like, she'd be like, what the, who the fuck are you? Right? Like, no, I don't want to yeah. be friends. You know what I mean? Like Eileen, like right. you probably make close as much money as, I mean, Eileen's balling, right? But I'm like, you're a nobody. Mm. Because that's, because you're asking them to say yes to you. Mm. But I'm like, if you have a show, Eileen, now imagine this, like, what do you know about Jennifer Lawrence? Now imagine you, I don't know, I remember what she said. It was like, she's very passionate about empowering like women in business and like that. I'm like, that's some stuff she doesn't get asked about a whole bunch. Now imagine you had a podcast that was all about empowering women in business and aligned with her values and stuff. Mm -hmm. And you reached out to her and her publicist or like whatever, right? And was like, hey, 
I love the fact that you're so passionate about women in business and blah, blah, blah. I see all you're doing here. Blah, blah, blah. I have this show for, with you know thousands of women that listen to this or whatever, blah, blah, blah. I would love to amplify your message and take this and put it in front of these people, whatever it is you want, blah, 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 blah. Like, would you come on the show and we can just chat, right? Mm -hmm. Like now, if she says yes to that, not only does it amplify her own message, right? Like what she wants, right. but what is she saying yes to? She wants that, that more recognition that, um, but she's saying yes to the podcast, not you. Right. That's true. She's so saying, like you could be a nobody, bro. I'm a mm -hmm. farm kid that grew up on a farm with the nearest neighbor half mile away. I barely graduated high school and I was homeschooled. Right. Mm -hmm. Like people don't say yes to me. They say yes to the podcast. People don't yeah. need to say yes to Jonathan. They just need to say yes to whatever you're inviting them to. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like for you, bro, with your knowledge, like you're smart, dude. Like you're talking numbers. Like you can compete at these people's level. Right. Mm -hmm. You create yeah. a place where those people want to come talk, you know, like hang out. They don't have to say yes to you. They just got to say yes to the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's, it's interesting. Cause I, I kind of, I, I started that process and I have a podcast one episode, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, my, I guess my, the reason I did it was because I was like, okay, I'm going to start this podcast and restream it to YouTube, but I didn't, I didn't have it. I guess I didn't have it structured the right way, but I mean, you're really getting me to think about things for sure, man. That's, it's good. <laughs> All right. So back yeah. to the, back to that, uh, the question of like the vision thing, like, it sounds like what you said was the, your big, your big hurdle right now, or the big thing is like, you just need to get in front of more people, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you get in front of more people. I'm going to press you one more time on this just because I'm curious and you might not know and that's fine, but I'm gonna press it one more time. Okay. Like what, what does, what does the future look like then? Like you can maybe wait about you get more people. At what point do you go? All right, bro, I made it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that'll never happen, but like at my, you go, okay, I've like, I've made it. I got to yeah. figure out what's next. Like what, where, where are you trying to get to now? before you take your foot off the gas and go, okay, I actually need to think about life. Yeah, that's good. I think for me is, okay, let's start with the simple stuff. I buy my parents' house, retire them, buy, retire my fam, uh, my wife's parents, buy them a house. That that would be cool. I think that's, I, I can't do that right now, Yeah. right? So that would be cool. And then then the next thing would be like, okay, cool. Now I can... Now I can really make a difference in the world, right? Like things I believe in, right? Um, growing God's God's kingdom and in a way that really makes a difference, like Mr. Beast style type thing, but like Christian, right? You know, so not saying he's he's bad or anything, but what I'm saying is like more of the Christian uh, oh, I get it. values, right? So that would be like the next thing. What what can I do? It can I build like these um, you know, these these places that get people off the streets of drug addiction and, you know, put them in, in this place where they can know God and stuff like that. Right. Those are the visions that I have. Right. It's like, if I can have the money to be able to do that, that's where I'm like, okay, this is where we want to go. Like my wife and I, both our vision is be able to help more people and give as much as we can. Um, so that's it, man. I mean, I, I think that's the ultimate, like we made it because we, we technically have everything we need. We have our dream house. We just bought our vehicles, you know, you drive. I drive an AT4 diesel, which I love. And then I just nice. bought my wife a Telluride, uh, 2024. So she really, loves that. yeah. Is that, is that yeah. cool? Oh dude, it's super cool. She like, loves yeah. It. Yeah. 
because especially we go snowboarding a lot and yeah we, uh, you know we're always going to colorado and bro you know, perfect next time you're out here hit me up we gotta go are you in denver rob denver yeah okay i go to uh where, what do you call it pagosa no no not pagosa purgatory purgatory that's a durango Oh, oh, I know what Durango is. All right. Is that right. couple of, like three or four hours from you? Yeah, probably somewhere in there. But if you, dude, if you ever are out here, or I mean, I'll come down there, but we could also go to like Vail or Breck or like uh, Aspen. Bro, those are some sick places up there. Breckenridge is awesome. Vail, yeah. For so, like Vail and Aspen, dude, those are like no, like no, that's the thing, like no place I'll on earth. Like, you know, we're, we're going to be going a lot this year. All so right. All right. All Colorado's right. A spot, brother. Okay. Uh, you snowboard, right? Or ski? I ski. Yeah, I okay. ski. And okay. I like, I'm not, I'm, I don't really ski. Like I do. I, I, I ski growing up. We went skiing last thing. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not like a really big skier snowboarder, but like, I like hanging out with people. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah and so like, I can do it. Right. And it's always a good time. We got the Jeep out here where we have it all lifted and tricked out. That's and so cool. we go off-roading and, you know, snowboard or uh, snowmobiling and stuff. So. Well, you're going to um, have a new kid. So you're going to be busy, man. Yeah, so. I know this year is going to be crazy, but we'll make it work. Yeah. We'll make it work. Okay, dude. But, uh, um, but yeah, that's the vision, man. That's 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 where we made it, you know. Okay. Do you have a few more minutes? I I know we had scheduled this. I'm good. This, yeah. I'm good. Okay, I'm okay. having fun, man. All right, because I have a, I have a follow up question to that that kind of ties in. I think this will bring it kind of bring it all together. Um, because yeah. like, what's that saying? Like the more the more you know, or the more I learn, the less I know, right? Mm. And it's so fascinating to me that I'm like, I feel like one of the like I'm pretty dumb, right? Like I, 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 and I kind of embrace that fact because I'm like, if I, if I think I'm smart, then I try to overcomplicate things. Like if I think I'm smart, then I think I have to sound smart, right? Yeah. But if I just think I'm dumb, then I can like dumb things down and make them really dumb, right? And then I can ask like dumb questions, and those are usually the ones. And I think yeah. one of the smartest things that I've done as a pretty dumb person that like for whatever reason I I was able to figure out pretty early on in life is surrounding myself with the right people mm. and like being very, very intentional about the people that I learn from and that the people that I'm learning from are not just people that are good at one skill, but that also share my values when it comes to things like my faith. Right. Mm. And so like the reason that I am a ride or die with Russell mm -hmm. is not just because he's great with business and click funnels, but because he's also like a man of, of God and like, yes, he's Mormon. I'm not, I'm not Mormon, but like he's, a, he's, he's committed to his faith and he, he's committed to his family. Right. And I learned from that Brad Gibb, one of my best friends, right? Like he's very wealthy, understands money at a whole nother level mm -hmm. also is, uh, has six kids and is involved in a church and runs a Bible study. Right. And so like these people that I choose to like really pour into and like really want to solve their problems and learn from is uh, like, they're also, you know, big in faith, right? I think that's probably one of the reasons that we even, you know, have related on so much is like, you're big yeah. in your faith, I'm in my faith. So mm -hmm. my question is, is where, how does faith and, and like your faith with, you know, and, and yeah, your faith as a Christian, like how does that play into what you do in business? Like, and like, how much do you share about that? Uh, like, how do you set boundaries there? Because like, there's always like, some people are like, yeah, I'm a Christian business. And I'm like, I'm not a Christian business. I'm a Christian and I'm in business, but I'm also yeah. very open about there's about my faith, but there's boundaries, right? So like, how, do, how does that play a role? And like, how have you set, how have you come to the conclusions about what you do there? Yeah, I love that. So I, I'm open about my faith when I, when I do my YouTube videos and when I do my courses, 
but I'm not preaching to people or I'm like, Hey, you should change this and you should believe in this. Yeah. But I tell people like, Hey, I, I wanted to change my life because I want to give more, more money to my church. I want to be able to volunteer more. Right. So they know what I'm about, but I, I attract everybody. Right. I attract yeah. Christians, Muslims, Mormons, like, you know, all over the world. And that's cool. Um, so technically I don't, I don't have a Christian business, but they know yeah. what I'm about. They know, and I'm not like at the end of the day, that's my number one thing. Business is like third or fourth, right? I, th I think it's like church or God's number one and then, and then family and then my fitness or not my fitness, but my health and then my business. Like mm. those are my priorities, right? Yeah. God is always number one. Everything is always God, right? And if I can, if I can let people know that this is who I am and they're attracted to me, cool. If they're not, then that's cool, right? I'm yeah. okay with that. But my big thing is like, being a light, right? God, God wants us to be a light. And if I yeah. could, and it's cool. Cause I've had people be like, dude, how do you like, how do you still practice your faith while you're doing your business and making money? Has it changed? I'm like, no, like these are my principles and I'm not going to, you know, yeah. way away from that. Right. So, um, I think it's cool because I can make a difference without saying, without preaching. Right. Yeah. People just know the lifestyle. I live it. I breathe it. And that's who I am. And, yeah. you know, and hopefully I can change people's lives that way as well, even without trying, if that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah. So as uh, like you said, you're a Christian, you're a follower of Christ, right? Like you believe in the Bible. Yeah. Like yes. what is, what is the, what does it mean? Like, what does that mean to you? Like, what does that look like for you to like follow Christ? Cause like, I know a little, little vulnerable thing of like, I grew up in a Christian church and you know, whatever. Right. Like I know the Bible and you know, went to Sunday school and did all the things. Right. And then I like, I was out, right. I left. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, God, I, I never, I, don't, I never rejected him. I was never like, you don't exist, but I was like, listen, God, I'm going to go figure out this money thing. I'm going to get rich and I'm gonna come back when I'm ready. Right. Cause like, clearly you didn't provide there. So let me, let me go figure this out. Right. And so I left and then I, my brother died in a helicopter crash and that brought me back to like being like, okay, God, I'm going to pay a little bit more attention here. And then like, it was not until last year that like, I was like, oh, oh, I don't just acknowledge God. Like I am a servant of Christ. Like I follow Christ. Like he has my life. He is like, he is everything. Right. And like, that's who I follow. That's what I do. And it took yeah. on a very new meaning mm -hmm. to me when I was like, I'm actually going to be a light for him and to be a servant of him. And like that changed who I was. It was a very different meaning right yeah, so like absolutely. what what does that mean to you like what does that look like for you in your life like not even tell anybody else just for you i'm just curious just as another christian too like what does that look like in your life of like being a follower of christ yeah so i mean for me and this is this is how i define a christian right because everyone yeah. everyone believes in god right especially in america so for me a true christian a true follower of god um you serve at your church, like you, you volunteer, you, you, you serve, right? You're a servant. You go to church regularly. You tithe, you tithe at least your 10%. And, um, and God always comes first before anything else. Like that's, those are like my principles, right? Everything else is like, it's in the Bible, but like, those are my true principles. If you're not, if you're not tithing, you're not serving, you're not attending regularly. To me, it's just that, I mean, that's, clearly what the Bible says, like you need to be yeah. doing these things. And for me, if you're not doing those things, like I feel like you're either all in or you're not right. Yeah. There's a lot of lukewarm Christians I see where I feel like they're, they're not all in. Right. And that that's, 
That's what I would say based mm. on what the Bible says. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Cool. Pretty well, simple, man. That's just, yeah. no, no, I appreciate you sharing. It's always fascinating to me to hear like other people's, I don't even want to say interpretation, but like what's been revealed to them. Right. And like how they value and like, cause I believe, well, I know like action always follows belief. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause like, and you say you believe so that action must follow. So what actions are those just, and you, and you list those out. So those are always just fascinating. So Dude, I really, really appreciate you coming on um, and yeah. like kind of sharing sharing what you uh, are, are are good at. If, if we do a follow-up one, we'll have to do, um, like we'll have to nerd out about it, actually, the actual nitty gritty of affiliate marketing. Um, yeah, for sure. One of, one of the things that I'm doing with the show is we're going to go a little bit broader when it comes to just who we interview in general. Um, mm. Like not just business, not just entrepreneurship, you know, this, we're going to go broader, but I want to go deeper with the people that we do interview. So like less overall people, but like having repeat people on to where we can like really nerd out about the stuff. Yeah. Right. And so like yeah. having kind of like a foundation of like belief systems and story and like that, that's why we didn't like really nerd out about bunch. Right. Mm -hmm. But then yeah. get to like bring people back on and be like, cool. Like last time we talked, like, this is where you were going. This is what was happening. This was, and like following up and then, you know, diving, kind of diving down deeper into that. So we'll have to have you back on. I super appreciate your time uh, coming on. Um, I have a couple of like rapid fire questions. Actually, it's really just two. Um, but, uh, before we wrap off, are we good to go there? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Um, what has been like one of the coolest moments or experiences of your life that made you feel, and because we talked about this, I'll just, just, that made you feel like super recognized, right? Like that just filled that up. It was like, this was one of the coolest experiences. Honestly, man, it was the, getting the two comma. That was for me, that was like yeah. the thing, you know, I was like, dang, this is so cool. I had the pictures and I was doing the Instagram post and dude, that was like, I, that was one of the coolest things. Um, especially because for me, I never like, that was like my Super Bowl. That was my high school, like, uh, what do you call it? Yeah. Uh, state championship. Like yeah, that yeah. was it, bro. So yeah, man, pretty, that, that was it. So. That's awesome. Cool. Okay. Last question is I want you to think about everyone that you've been called to serve. So not everyone on earth, not everyone that will ever hear you, but like just the people that you've been called to serve in your life and you're at the end of your, your life and they're going to forget everything you've ever told them, right? They're not going to remember anything. Um, you're going to die and off you go, but you get to leave them with one final message and whatever this message is, you don't have to justify it. You don't have to explain it. Like just the, this is the message and they're going to believe that to be hundred percent true. They're going to operate under that. They're going to know this to be true. What is that message? Hmm. I would say the, just, just in general, not, not business, just in general, just whatever hmm. people you've been called to serve specifically. What, what's the message? It could be in business. It could be in life. It could be family, whatever. Yeah, I think the biggest thing in would be like, Hey, the more people that you help, even if it's for free, the more value you bring, the more money you're going to make, the more recognition you're going to have. And your whole life is just going to be a lot easier, right? So when you focus on other people's problems, other people, if you can help other people solve their problems, whether it's free or it's paid, your life is going to be much different. That's how I've, that's how I've personally changed my life is focusing on how I can help somebody, yeah. whether it's free or paid. So, yeah. Cool. Cool. Hey dude, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, where can people find you? Yeah, you can go to YouTube. You can type in Jonathan Montoya or you can also type in Passive Income Lifestyles. I'm on Instagram, Jonathan underscore Montoya 24 or I'm on Facebook. Just type in Jonathan Montoya. So I appreciate that, man. I've had, I had an amazing time 
It was an honor being on your podcast and we'd love to come back. Yeah, man. We'll have to have you on. Guys, we'll link all that stuff down in the description. That's all for today. We'll see you next time. Peace. Awesome.